Welcome back to Skippable Cutscenes. Lisa, can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lisa. I play Judgment, the Tiefling Dragonborn Sorceress. So today we're going to do a little bit of a flashback episode um, following the attack on the Weaver's base. Our hero spent the day uh, repairing the compound that they had done some serious damage to, re-erecting some of the towers and making it look like uh, normal for... <laughs> when the weaver arrives in the morning. Nothing um, ever happened. <laughs> and feeling exhausted and sitting around the, the campfire eating the, the food that the base had in it, um, they should just talk about their past a little bit and what led them here. And this is Judgment's story. Yeah, I have a story. I feel like I've told a lot of it already. Yeah. Um, now, uh, because this is a story being told at a campfire, we'll be using our normal character sheets for our current level. So when you say something like, I was, I fought as hard as I could, that means representative to the listener at your current level. So yeah. also level one's boring, that's why. Yes. And also, since we leveled since last time, I now have a new spell. All right. This story takes us all the way to Port Casha a number of years ago. Port Kasha is a massive city on a tiny island, constantly expanding under, uh, constantly expanding and under construction. Much of the existing city is built on reclaimed land made by dumping large amounts of industrial slag into the surrounding waters until it breaches the surface enough to build on. Much of the city is between four and eight stories tall, haphazardly arranged, and difficult to navigate outside of the main thoroughfares. Uh, most of the buildings and roads are constructed out of a mix of leftover industrial slag and a brownish, orange, or green glass. Er, and brownish, orange, or green glass shards held together with cement. The glass shards often emit a faint magical glow, especially when walked over. Mm -hmm. It's a magical place. It is. Uh, it's where I'm from. It is where you're from. Yes. And, and for those who have played uh, Dishonored, imagine imagine like a more medieval version of Dunwall mixed with a little bit of the, the actual real-life Kowloon Walled City. Kind of a mess, but also kind of interesting at the same time. I don't know how that looks. <laughs> I have pictures that you sent me oh, a year ago by now. Oh, more um, than that. It's been, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I think we first started recording at like May of last year. Yep. I think so, yeah. So. Yeah, and then the, the first episode went up. It would have gone up early July of last year, but I had a vacation the first week of July and I ended up pushing some stuff back. So yeah, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> All right. Well, it has been less than a year since your mother's murder and you've been on the street. Mm. You've, um, you've been doing errands off and on for your dealer. Uh, you have become very enamored with a substance called uh, shine, which when you uh, eat it makes you feel happy like you haven't felt in a long time. Uh, and he comes to you. Uh, what is his name? I don't remember his name. He was, I was just drugged all the time. So that time of my life is a bit of a fog. Uh, his name, he's a halfling and his name is Merrick. Oh, I don't know. I'm making this up. Uh, I'm the DM. Named Merrick. M-E-R-R-I-C. According to the Xanathar's gotcha. Guide of Names. Um, 
and he says that he has a job for you. Uh, a group of local um, thieves have approached him in need of someone of your stature to crawl through a small space and unlock a door for them. Yeah, I I remember it well. Um, they had this really sweet uh, house scoped out, I think, if I remember correctly. This is not the same story that you started with. No? No, this is this is before. This is uh This is just before your 13th birthday. Oh. What? Which is why you remember. Well, I was still on drugs though. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right. So, yeah. I was 13 I was only 13, huh? Well, not yet. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, um, right, so they need me to crawl through this space. Through this, yep. what is it, window or what? It is a small tunnel in the sewers. Oh no, I hate the sewers. That's where rats live. Yeah, rats and mice and stuff. They're so disgusting, aren't they? Most of them. Um, Yeah. Uh, if you would like some more shine, uh, meet them at the, uh, God damn it. I don't have any place names for here. <laughs> uh, meet them at the corner next to the blacksmith shop. That's right around the corner. Okay. At, uh, at, as soon as the sun goes down. Yeah. I was going to say it's a bit too early right now. Okay. Um, do I need to bring anything? Other than, I mean, of if course, my thieving tools. I believe that they mostly need you for uh, your stature, so anything that is not... Don't bring anything bulky. I'm not that tiny, though. You're 12. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because right now, like, adult me, which means 17-year-old me, is 5.9 feet. Wait, that's yeah. 5 feet 9 inches. So that's tall. That's 1 meter 80. <laughs> 5.9 feet. <laughs> oh, Europe. What? I'm just making a <laughs> joke about. Oh, yeah, there well. was a there was a meme cuz there's a there's a meme about the difference between 6 foot and 511. Uh where like 6 foot is tall and 511 is short. And I don't even know the difference between the two. <laughs> uh, there's 12 inches this in a joke foot. This so. lost on me. Okay, well, no, this is, this is what's funny about it. Um, because there's 12 inches in a foot, the only difference is an inch. Is, is you know, the, the size of, of a D20. Sure. Um, uh, but someone from Europe tried to mimic this meme post, and they had 5'9 versus 6'1 or whatever, because they thought that... They thought that it went from five nine and five ten was six foot, so they were really confused in their in their uh, <laughs> in their post. And I think I'll ask Marissa to link me this particular thing later, so that I can put it somewhere so that people can see. <laughs> because yeah, I'm curious. From, from the American perspective, it makes no sense because it was just it was just the normal. I'm you know I'm five I'm six foot, so I'm super tall and hot and stuff. Or I'm five eleven, so I'm a short dwarf. Yeah. Even though the difference is is minuscule. You know, the width of your thumb. 
But five, yeah, the difference between 5.9 meters and six meters is 10 centimeters. So it's still not a lot. It's like uh, 10 centimeters is the width of your hand. Hand. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like. So it's that's not still, that well, for substantial. Some, for someone's height, that's quite a bit of 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 difference. Like I suppose when I'm wearing heels that are that tall, yeah. I am fucking tall. They are regardless of how tall you are. Ten centimeter heels is not suitable for shopping. Ah. <laughs> uh. Or standing on your feet all day, regardless of what you're doing. What is that? That's like five inches, I think. I have no idea. Something ten like centi- that. It's ten centimeters is basic. I actually have a measuring thing here next to me, because yay, moving. Yeah, it's basically the width of your hand, going from your it's four inches. knuckle to your. Actually, I can just check it because this has inches. Yeah, it is four inches. Yeah, I, no. I could just. I have one of those so, measuring tapes, and it has centimeters on one side and inches on the other. Yeah. I was definitely wearing ten centimeter heels three days ago. Oh my god, you are terrible! <sighs> Why would you do that to yourself? They, well, they weren't okay. They weren't. They they were heels on combat boot style things, so they had a big chunky heel, so it wasn't That's that uncomfortable. Helpful. Yeah, it wasn't like oh god, I couldn't. Like four inch stiletto style things, I would literally punch through concrete. <laughs> yep. I'm too tall for that. <laughs> God, that would be so awesome though. But yeah, I'm like, like I'm like uh that makes me almost six six. Oh my goodness. Which I will convert that into um Well if five nine is one eighty then six six is a lot. <laughs> That's how I measure things. <laughs> uh, that is very. That is just shy of two meters. Oh, that's not super bad, but it's tall. Yeah. Yeah, hundred ninety-eight centimeters. Especially being a woman. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I am thirteen and I'm small. You're twelve. It's almost your thirteenth birthday. Look, you're twelve. You're I'm, twelve and seven eighths. I am twelve, going on thirteen. So I'm gonna just say I'm basically thirteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you do any work or prep before you go, or do you just arrive at the at the time? That um, I don't think I have to prep for anything. Okay. No, I'm right. good. All right. Well, you arrive at the blacksmith shop uh, when you were told, and there is a male elf waiting there. Uh, he has uh, sort of a, a like lavender-colored hair. It is long on one side and then shaved on his, the left side of his head. He's got um, a couple of interesting earrings, and his uh, eyes are a sort of... Uh, it's like striations of gold through violet eyes. Ooh. And you can tell that this is a this is a Tamlin elf. Okay. I don't really yeah. deal with elves usually. Cause you know, I mean I'm a tiefling and mm-hmm. uh you know, elves don't normally really hang out with 
folks like me, so I'm a little intimidated yeah. by this guy. He's not he's not fancily dressed. He is dressed for uh half punk, half um half thief, if that makes sense. <laughs> sure. Does he have um like I'm I'm gonna look at him and uh look for like safety pins. I imagine he has some safety pins somewhere. Either in his body, on it, or in his clothes. Uh, you don't visibly see any safety pins, but you just see he has a nose piercing. And it's not a safety pin? It's not a safety pin. It is an actual, like, uh, Elves trying piercing. to be punks. Always mm-hmm. the same with those folks. Yeah. He says, hello, you must be Judgment. My name I is am. Roland. Hello, Roland. Are you um, who I was supposed to meet? Yes. He looks you over. You're like, uh, not like a sexually, more like measurements for uh, almost like a tailor looking over somebody. It's like, I think you'll fit. I think so, too. Is it just you and me or are we expecting anyone else? Uh, He looks around and you notice that there are three other figures who have stepped out. Uh, one, uh, appears to be a human, uh, female. Um, the two others are, let's see. Uh, one is a half orc and one of them is a dragonborn. The dragonborn appears to be female. The half orc appears to be male. But they all sort of have that punk aesthetic, like they live in a post-apocalyptic world where they roller skate all the time. And the half-orc was male? Yes. Ah. I I roll my eyes as I see the dragonborn, but I don't say anything. Okay. It's not really... uh, I, I don't really like dragonborn. Um, yeah, let's... Do you say that, or do you, mean, do you say that no, out loud? No, 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 I don't say anything out loud, but I roll my eyes, and I kind of just try to ignore them. All right. Uh, um, Roland says, I think we should get started. He sort of pops his collar up a little bit and starts to lead on. What color is the dragonborn? He is sort of copper-colored. She? Oh, she. Yeah, she's copper-colored. Ah. So, that's a... F- Fire Dragonborn, I think. Probably. Uh, I don't know where my book is. This moving business is terrible. I keep. I still. It. Oh, here it is. I have it. Found my actual books. I'm using Marissa's books. No, I found it. I found it. Oh yeah. I'm going through what you're. You've been going through right now. Oh no! Come on, give me the book. Yes, please, please give. It's like right here okay sorry you're gonna have to edit out a lot of rumbling there or don't you know that's fine too okay Not good. copper dragons have acid breath acid i see i was looking up the same thing i just found it okay <laughs> acid hmm. well okay all right uh right so uh where are we off to we're off to the sewers he leads behind the blacksmith shop and there is a 
sewer grate that's large enough for people to fit in. The uh, the human steps up and uh, she waves her hands over it and you see sort of like arcane arcane light come from them and the grate lifts up and wow. is moved aside. I find myself looking at what she's doing with open mouth. That's amazing. Are you a wizard? Uh, she looks at you and is like, no, um, I get my powers from somewhere else. And she hops oh, down the hole first. Oh, I see. All right. I'm going to go in after her. All right. Uh, the the half-orc is down next, followed by the dragonborn, then followed by Roland, who seems to be taking up the rear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you head in the sewers. Um, roll a perception check. All right. Uh, perception. Well, three. <laughs> Wait, how can oh, I what? roll a zero? No, I didn't. Never mind. I misread. Okay. Wait, did you roll? Did you roll a one? No, no. I rolled. I I rolled a three, but I thought. I rolled a three plus zero because I have zero on oh, perception, yeah, okay. but I misread. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it is possible for you to get negative scores on your um, really? rolls. If it, well, if you have like minus three to or something, oh, and you roll right. a two, then you definitely get negative one, um, which is usually a failure. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I always try to get at least all of my stats into the zero, at least. But yeah, three. I'm probably oblivious to everything. I'm just right. amazed by this warlock who just opened a grate like that, and it's just mesmerizing. So I just, I just happily skip along after her. And she also rolls very poorly on her perception roll, leading <laughs> the the charge. Mm. You watch as she, um, as she's walking forward, the air around here seems to jiggle. And she starts to scream. <gasps> Can I grab her and pull her back? Uh, I need you to roll initiative, actually. Oh, no. It's just me. Oh, my God, no. That's a three. <laughs> that is isn't great right. at all. Oh, by the way, I assumed... Um, after last session that we hadn't replenished our hit points or in my case sorcery points or hit dice you you would have all that back right now and you're going to be resting so you'll have that for the the future oh okay good i'll make sure so don't that worry it's about all that at full good <laughs> Alrighty. um it is the half orcs turn up first grab my uh... And as this is, um, as you look around during her screaming moments, you realize that there's a bunch of like polished bones around you. Um, the area is otherwise fairly clean, as in like something's been dissolving or cleaning up everything around it. Ew. I don't like uh, it. And, and you can see with the, the jiggles, the outline of a large, Mostly square, cube-shaped, 
gelatinous creature. That it's a flan. S- seems to be slowly sucking in this uh, this human warlock. <gasps> no. Oh no. Well. Okay. Uh, the orc takes a shot with their crossbow and misses. They're going to reload and try again and miss again. Uh, the warlock here, what is it when they're in golf? Yeah, um, the the warlock gets fully sucked into the cube. Yeah. So you can see her in there and you can, you can like see like parts of her clothes like dissolving a little bit. Oh and, no. And her, her flesh too. <gasps> she is rip. Uh not she she's obviously not dead yet. But she should be. I I and think I should blow her up. She's going because to make a Okay. That's okay, terrible. She, she manages uh to on her turn. Uh you're not sure entirely how, like her eyes go black and there's a little bit of like black smoke coming up around her legs. And then she's able to reach outside onto the walls and pull herself back out. And she's like covered in goo and uh, her skin is like irritatedly red like uh, when you scratch it too much. Um, And she's a bit stunned and that is her turn. Oh no. How does it smell though? Um, It smells a little corrosive like like battery acid. Yeah. And uh, you know like when you battery acid doesn't really have a smell and it's just the, the subtle metallic smell to it gross okay yuck and she's like coughing for air she thinks you think she may have gotten some of the the material into her lungs that's disgusting all right the dragonborn uh uses their acid breath yeah, that's gonna help on an acid flan or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, it is not immune to acid damage. Oh! So it takes... Not as useless as most dragonborns, then. Takes six points of acid damage. Now what should be immune to fire? <laughs> Uh, it is Roland's turn, and they are going to shoot at it with their crossbow. And they hit. And that's these. And it has an adjacent ally, so they get their sneak attack damage. They do 16 points. And it is your turn. I you am... are you are right next to mm-hmm. uh, the the human warlock, uh, and directly in front of you, as in five feet in front of you, is this creature. Ew! All right, well I'm going. And you to... have seen it move into and suck in somebody. Yeah. Um. Well, then first let's move. <laughs> I'm going to move back. You know what? I'm going to move back 30 feet if I can. All right, you are going to take an opportunity attack. Oh, but right. only only one of them. It's not it's not that big of a deal. 
relative you know to getting what? engulfed. What, what about? Uh, I use and, my and bonus can... action for expeditious retreat. Yeah, that should prevent. Yeah, that would that would that would prevent. Uh... Right, that prevents opportunity you can... attack. Right, I believe so. It doesn't say it in my. Oh, let me double check. Let me see. Expedition. It just says that I can use my dash action. Oh, okay. Then that would not prevent. Uh, well, then I don't use attacks. it. Okay. Expeditious. Double check. As well. Yeah, no. You know, okay. that spell seemed so handy when I got it, but it's not. I don't think I've ever used it successfully. If you if you want to swap it out, I won't complain. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Um, so I won't use that because fuck it. I'll just, uh, you know what? I have, I have a little bit of a uh, health pool, so I am going to just uh, firebolt this thing. All right. Uh, Firebolt is a deck save. Uh, it is. It doesn't tell me. Why does it not tell me? Firebolt. Let me check inside. Or is it an attack roll? It is an attack roll. Oh, that's why. Oh. Then yeah, then roll your attack for it. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, I rolled eighteen. That hits. Good. You find that with a creature this size and this very, uh, with its squishy exterior, is very easy to hit. Roll your damage. All right. 13. Fire 13. damage. Can I use Empowered Spell for this? Uh, what does that do? Um, you spend a sorcery point to... I spend a sorcery point... When I roll damage for a spell, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of the damage dice uh, okay. up to your charisma modifier. Okay, so you if there are any- You must use if, the new rolls. Yeah, so if there's any like ones, you can re-roll them if you would like to. And you could, since you have high charisma, you can roll five, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so do I roll five times for one sorcery no. point? N no, you of the dice that were in there, which how many, was it like 2D? 2d8 yes. or something? Yeah. You could re-roll both of those, and then you would take whatever the new result is. So if you roll Oh, a, okay. Yeah. So it's it's a way to like, oh gosh, I rolled all ones with my fucking damage. That fucking's bullshit. You can say, wait a minute, I'm gonna spend a sorcery point and then do that again. Okay, well let's let's gamble. Alright. Here we go. Yeah, that is better. Uh that is eleven instead of thir No, it's not better! <laughs> Damn it! Okay. Okay, well. we're going with eleven. Fuck it. 11 right. fire damage. Right. I'm Would only like 13. <laughs> Would you like to move? Uh, No, I'm good. Okay. Oh, I should take away my temporary hit points. Don't have those anymore. All right. It is the cube's turn. It is adjacent to you and to the human warlock. It is going to roll a d6 to choose which one to try and engulf. And it is going to try and engulf the warlock again. <laughs> she is toast. Uh, let's see. 
Poor lady, I never even knew her name. Quick, tell me her name! Names. Come on, you have them prepared. Her name is uh, Saffron. Saffron? Yep. Interesting. In a different, different dimension, with a different personality, I know another Saffron. Oh, in a different game you play? Yeah. Well, they might have gotten the name from the exact same place I did. <laughs> Probably. All right. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's going to try and get engulfed, so she needs to make a deck saving throw. She gets a natural 20, so she moves out of the oh, way before nice. um, before getting engulfed. Uh, and engulf, is this, an, this is a full action, right? That is the end of the cube's turn. We're back to the top of the round. The, the orc is going to reload his uh, crossbow and take another shot and misses again with a natural two. It's going to reload and this time finally fucking hits. <laughs> and does six damage. Next up is the human warlock who's going to back up risking the opportunity attack, which means that on your turn you can move too because it, its reaction would be spent. Oh, okay. Um, 10 plus 4 does get hit. Oof. 3d6. So 4 takes 11 points of acid damage. They seem hurt, but not too hurt. Um, you watch as the cube gets a, uh, a swirl of black energy around it, like it's black smoke coming up behind it. And then, uh, her eyes turn, uh, black again and out of her hand comes two, uh, bolts of like purplish twisting energy. Wow. Um, both of which hit totaling 11 damage. Wow. All right, so she's backed up. It is the Dragonborn's turn. Uh, they also are going to take a crossbow shot, but they don't seem to be as proficient in crossbows as everybody else does. Though they managed to hit with one <laughs> for three damage. So it's Roland's turn. So staying back with a crossbow, hits with both, gets the sneak attack damage for 18 more damage. All right, we are back down to your uh, turn. The cube has had little, like, has little like pockets of gel that have been like, like little holes that have been poked out of it, um, especially as each of the. Um, like darts that come through, they they sink in a little bit when they're not very strong. <laughs> but like when Roland shoots, because he's very good at it, it goes all the way through, like leaving like a. If you've ever seen those like ballistic gel mm -hmm. tests, yeah, where there's like this bubble that forms, <laughs> that's what happens when when he shoots his. It is back to your turn. You are directly adjacent to this cube, and it has burned its reaction. It has burned its reaction, right? So I can move back. I'm gonna move back as far as I can. But since we're right. inside, I will let you tell me how far that is. 
Uh, no, it's a uh, it's fairly open. The sewers here are quite large because, um, well, the way the water works here is that it's always flowing, and uh, there's always there's always need for large sewers with how dense the city is. Right. Okay. Well, then I move back a full thirty feet. All right. And I will. Um. Where's the warlock right now? Uh, they moved back 25 feet, so they are next to uh, Roland. So there's nobody directly adjacent to the Creature. clan yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It All is right. a gelatinous cube. Ah, okay. Um, well, I am going to use my new spell, Wall of Fire, because I'm telling this... As heroically as possible, hoping that my yep. travel companions won't notice this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I use Wall of Fire at level four. Okay. Uh, so I create a Wall of Fire. What between... path does this wall take? It is uh, like across the sewer um, okay. pipe, I guess. And it, it just divides the area between... The, it's it's directly between the gelatinous monster and us. I think you could effectively surround it entirely with fire, with the way the spells were done. Surround it? Well, yeah, I guess, but we don't necessarily need to. Um, okay. I guess I could, but I make the wall... See, because the thing is, if I make it a ring, it can be 20 feet in in diameter and 20 feet high. But since it has no way of getting around, um, I will just make it a wall because it can go up to 60 feet long. Oh, it's still 20 feet high. I misread, but it's fine, though. And it's a foot thick. Yeah, you get the idea that this cube can't jump. Yeah. So either way, um, yeah, you know, a ring seems good because then it can't flee us either. So I'll just All use right. a ring instead. Yes, and it's okay. uh, um, it's it's completely like the sight. We don't have sight of it anymore. We know it's in there, but the wall is opaque, and okay. it, it lasts. So shots for... through it would be a disadvantage. Yeah, it'll last for a minute, I think. I don't know if it would be disadvantaged. If you can't see a creature, it's generally a disadvantage when you attack it, which is fine. But would the would the crossbow bolts set on fire though? Uh, they may. Does it say anything about affecting? Because uh, there are spells like a wind wall that will affect um, projectiles going through them. Uh, if it doesn't say, then it it won't. Let's see. When the wall appears, it must make a dex saving throw. That's one. It fails. It fails? Good. Then it takes 5d8 fire damage. Roll your damage. Uh, Its dex score is minus four. (laughs) Okay. These are are not very dexterous creatures. (laughs) Uh, I rolled 19 fire damage. 19 fire damage. All right. So and it, it, I believe at the start of its turn, it takes damage. Uh, a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Okay. 
So that damage would take effect at the start and of its the turn, which is next. other side of the wall deals no damage. So that's yeah, cool. So, you can, so yeah. we can walk through it, but it can't. Yeah, or you can be next to the wall and then attack through it. Yeah. So. Alrighty. So fuck you, Flan. Or dextrous, undexterities jello. Yes. Gelatinous cubes. These are the things that kill level three characters. Oh. Because they're not paying attention and they walk right into it and the engulf is, is very powerful when it works. That tells me something about this warlock. <laughs> Uh, they rolled a natural one on their perception check. Oh, shit. <laughs> which is why they walked right into it. I forget. And rolled that. really well in getting out of it, which was... Uh, yeah, lucky. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's now... Uh, it's... Yay! I, I put it in fire. <laughs> you can tell that this uh, cube is losing a lot of its like structural integrity where there's like fluid spewing out of the holes that have been put into it and it looks really rough. Good. Uh, also, these things are dumb and being surrounded by fire, it doesn't really know what to do. Is, is that the end of your turn, by the way? Uh, yes. Um, it is... Hmm... I'm not sure if it's smart enough to flee. So it's actually going to, to push through the fire towards you, through the wall. Does it take the 19 damage uh, again? I believe it would only do that at the start of its turn, which it just took. So it do, it did take the 19 damage. Uh, or ends that's how it's, its worded. turn there. It says a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or okay. ends its turn there. Okay, so this is this is when it would have taken that damage then. Okay, when right. it moves through. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's It moves through as far as it can. Does it count as rough terrain? I don't think it does. It moves through as far as it can, which you realize its speed seems to be 15 feet. So you are both, or everyone is clear of it. <laughs> 15 feet speed. Of course it would be. It has no legs after all. It should have learned to be a Barbapapa. Because that way, it could have just grown feet out of its ass. But its no. intelligence score is minus five. <laughs> these are not, these are instinctual uh, blobs of eat slash dissolve. Like giant amoebas. Right. It's jello. It is a, it is a thing of jello. <laughs> All right. It is the orc's turn. You want to hear a also? funny thing about jello? Um, yeah. As I was growing up, and I don't know the context for this, so forgive me. But like, as I was growing up, I used to be, I used to be super into Jello, like as a little girl, and I'm talking like five years old or something. And for okay. some reason, my mother used to call it Liberty's buttocks. Liberty's buttocks. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, I know we just... have an episode name now. <laughs> but Liberty's buttocks. And that's a free How translation, does... of course. But yeah, it's Liberty's buttocks. I don't know why. Liberty's buttocks. I'm trying to find out why as well. Is it like... Is is Jello like some sort of American cultural uh, hegemony there, or no? Well, I mean, Jello used to be 
um, like we used to get it from the UK. My mother had a uh, a partner from the UK, and that's oh, how okay. she kind of discovered it, I guess. Okay, so it wasn't really a thing in there. Okay. No, it wasn't. I I really think that she made that name up, or she and her partner did, but I still quite don't quite understand where that reference came from. But all I know is that if I was to ask for for Jello, I'd be like, "Mom, can I have some Liberty's buttocks?" What's the Dutch word for that? Billen van Liberty. Billen van Liberty. Billen meaning buttocks. Mm-hmm. Van meaning and, off and liberty. And liberty. Yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> hmm. One of the first things I I was able to say in English though. <laughs> Apart from upside down, which was actually the first word I learned in English. It's a very down. fun word. The thing with upside down, where that came from, is because that said partner, the the British guy, um, he and I couldn't communicate, so he would just like play with me, and like he had this thing where he would pick me up by my ankles and hold me upside down, and so he taught okay. me upside down, and that's how I knew, and so I Aww. would yell upside down, upside down. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Upside down, and then Liberty's buttocks. That's my. That's how my English started in life, so now you know why I stumble. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so the the orc steps forward and fires their crossbow, gets a natural 20, and their uh, dart shoots straight through the center of the flaming gelatinous cube, and then it loses all structural integrity and collapses, ex- extinguishing the firewall. Splats. <laughs> it just splats, and it's gone. Haha! We won! And I just, uh, I fist pump. Yeah, the warlocks, they're little <sighs> panting and like coughing up uh, acidic goop. Gross. I'm, I'm gonna stay a bit further away from her now. <laughs> I was in awe, oh, but now I'm kind of like grossed out. Well, also, she did have black eyes and shoot out a. Uh, Eldritch blast energy at this thing. Yeah, but I mean, have you seen my eyes? They're solid gold, dude. I don't. They I don't. Are. I don't. I don't really get spooked by strange <clears throat> eyes. I mean, I have horns for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm used to seeing stuff. Anyway, Roland steps forward and says, "That was close. Um, we need to keep moving." And then he takes the lead this time. A little bit of a glare back at the warlock for for missing the cube, <laughs> and he successfully navigates you to. Uh, it's a grate that's closed and like locked, but there is a a small a tunnel that looks like it was either. It doesn't look like it was dug. It looks like it was either. Um, uh, how do I want to describe this? No, no, let's say it's, it's just a smaller sewer tunnel that is child-sized. Hmm. And uh, it, it loops around here, and they need to get through this grate. And it is locked from the other side, and they can't get to it. And he comes to you and says, this is your part. You just need to crawl through there and open this from the other side. So there's a big like gate that I need to open yeah. by climbing mm-hmm. through that little tunnel. 
Yeah. All right, gotcha. Yeah. So I get on all, all right. fours and I crawl into the uh, into the small opening. All right. Uh, roll a dexterity check to see how good your time goes scrunching through this thing. 19. 19, yeah. You have no issue uh, crawling the 25 feet semi-circuitous path this takes you. You emerge from the other side of the tunnel. You can see that the... Uh, uh, the reason why they couldn't just sort of reach around and pick the lock is because it has... Uh, uh, like a grate at the bottom for water to flow through, but the rest of it is like a steel plate. Mm-hmm. So they can't get their hands or tools through anything. Yeah. And you walk up to the door and what do you do? Uh, I'm going to use my thieves tools to try and open it because it's locked, right? So I need to lock pick it. Is it, is it locked? I don't it know. May just be op- it may just be uh, a door that. Well, I'll just uh, try it then. Okay, the door opens. Oh, you can tell that it—it uh, <laughs> it can only be open from this side. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, hi guys, come on through. All right. Uh, Roland says, "Good job." Thanks. Uh, so when do I get paid? Oh, um, when we get back. All right. Uh, do you want to stay here, or are you going to come with us? We don't really need you, but you do seem to be able to handle yourself. Um, I kind of like turn my foot trying to decide. Um, yeah, I'll join for now. I have nothing better to do. All right. Welcome to the group. Uh, you, you, uh, you sort of gather as you're walking to the next part that, uh, this gate separates the slightly richer part of town from the poorer part of town and the sewers because they've had infiltrations before. And, um, this, the, the gate behind you was put in to prevent exactly what's about to happen. And someone's going to sneak up into someone's house or property or business or whatever and get some looting done. Rob them blind. Yes. Eh, probably not blind. So I assume, Roland, that I will get a bigger cut, considering I'm actually helping with the next bits. Yep. Because, you know, shine is nice, but a big bit of pocket money would go a long way. Oh, you're into shine. That stuff is, uh... <sighs> it does let you feel really nice. It does. It does. It was wonderful. So yeah. he sighs. He sighs a little bit with like a, a tinge of regret, almost of of not feeling good right now. Mm-hmm. A, a feeling that you know mm-hmm. that I'm feeling also probably that you wish that you could just feel that good all the time. Mm-hmm. And that 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 moment when just all of this bullshit that's around you bleeds away, and all you just feel is this overwhelming sense of euphoria. Mm-hmm. Just drifting mm-hmm. away on your bliss. It's wonderful. All right. Uh, you, they, uh, the, he, he seems to be counting um, each hallway that he passes in the sewers and turns right at a particular number and then left again and ends up at a, uh, a ladder leading up into something you can't see up into. But it does seem to be an exit. And he looks up, looks around. Uh, indicates to the the warlock to lift the uh, to magically lift the grate, 
And he goes up and peeks and looks around. Whispers down that, all right, let's go. And he climbs up and out and everyone follows. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to make sure. Well. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I'm lost, though. I'm always going to lag behind. Okay. Roll a stealth check. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. That's not bad. That's a 19. Uh, that's great. You actually do better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was trying to go unnoticed. It's actually Roland who rolled a natural one <laughs> and trips, and you hear a like a, a metallic tin on stone clattering sound, like a tin cup was knocked over, and it's just ping, 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 rattle, 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 rattle before it stops. Yeah, I immediately, upon hearing that, I, I press myself back into the shadows. Yeah. yeah, everyone has done this as well. And a minute passes, about two minutes, no sound, nothing. And then... Roland steps out again, peeks around, and um, you look around and realize that you are in some kind of basement. Uh, it looks like a storehouse of some sort, either a shop or um, or just a rich person who doesn't have who has way too much crap. Mm-hmm. And he starts looting through containers very meticulously, like he's looking for something. Everybody else. Uh, Less meticulously, they're they're sort of opening, looking, f- and just pulling anything that looks valuable. He seems to have his eye on something. Yeah, I want to look around as well. All right. Uh, I... Most of the goods are uh, like uh, like silverware, like actual silver silverware, ornate tinned cups. Like you imagine this, like a silversmith's kind of shop wares. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it does have uh, actual jewels on it for like jewelry type, uh, or like that. But most of it is just fine silverware. Oh, which is valuable. Is there any I mean, like jewelry, silver stuff, like a medallion, maybe, maybe a locket or something? Uh, roll a uh, roll an investigation check. Oh, that's a natural twenty. You find a beautiful silver locket with no tarnish on it it looks like it was made yesterday wow yeah i'm definitely and you know what you know what this locket would be perfect for a photo of my mother exactly yep i am definitely adding that to my inventory (laughs) yeah uh locket with photo Silver you've locket. had in your, you've had this in your inventory the whole time. Yeah, I did. I sure did. <laughs> yeah, I pocket that shit immediately. All right. Uh, Roland is still searching around a bit frantically, trying to find a thing. Okay, good. Seventeen. Um, he opens a particular cabinet in the corner that. Looks a little bit set aside from the others, and inside, he his eye... You don't see what he's looking at, but his eyes widen, and he uh, pulls out an item and puts it into his uh, his clothes and says, all right, I think we're done here. What is it? Is everyone good? What did you find? Uh, what I was hired to get. What was it? I'm curious. Uh, he holds it up, and it is a... Um, 
it is it's a candlestick. Oh. But it has a when he waves it around, it has a little bit of like an arcane glow to it, so you suspect it's some kind of magic item. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool candlestick. This is all? Uh I think so. I mean, do you have what you need? We shouldn't make much noise, but I mean, upstairs is just more risk and less stuff. All right. Well, I'm good to go then. Are there any... He looks at, do you think there would be any magical weapons strewn around? You gather that this is not a weapon crafting operation. This is a... Uh, oh, right. Yeah. You, you feel like maybe that this was this magic item was just delivered here because they had made the initial item to be enchanted and then it came back to them because they sent it out to be enchanted and they're sure. giving it to somebody. And... Uh, this guy was just going to steal it instead. Ha! Huh, cool. Okay. All right. Uh, as you start to leave, um, you hear a noise from upstairs and some people very quickly rush down the stairs. <gasps> oh, no. They seem to be wearing armor and are heavily armed. They are not the local constable... Bah. Constabulatory, whatever the right way to pronounce that is, <laughs> and they are not city guards. Guards, right? City okay. guards, yeah. They're not. They're not. They're. They're neither. So they, these are like mercenary guards. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, looks like we have some invaders. And the the person who said this is Dragonborn. The other two you can't tell because it's dark. And he opens up with a. Uh, Acid breath as well. He's also copper. Whatever. And he hits the orc and the warlock. <gasps> oh, no. Can we retreat somehow? Like, can we just flee into the sewers? Uh, the way to the sewers is slightly blocked. Oh, You'd have no. to sort of go through them. And, but it is still the jar, and it is a way out. But I do need you to roll initiative again. Yeah, I thought so. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so... How many people were there, you said? Uh, you gather there were three of these okay. guards. Or... What do you want to call them? Security guards, hired thugs. Not entirely sure. They seem nasty. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, the guard just dragon breath. He actually did roll the top of the initiative. So next is one of the other guards who is going to go up to the human warlock and misses wildly with a natural two. <laughs> uh, they're going to attack again because they can do that. 17, that hits. They pull out, or they pull out their sword. Which they take... 11 points of damage and the human warlock looks extremely rough like a straight gash across their body and um a lot of blood is oozing from it and they're they're having trouble staying conscious yeah she's gonna die that's just a given now (laughs) uh he is going to use an action surge and attack her again gets a natural 20 so she's dead and he whips his sword around and cuts right through her shoulder blade uh, all the way through. Oh. Pulls it out and she collapses. 
Oh, poor girl. Well, Saffron, I'm glad I learned your name. Uh, he has a another attack to go against the orc. Uh, that Jez hit. And that is 14 points of damage. Next up is Roland, who looks around a little bit and says, fuck, uh, fuck, fuck. And then he goes up to the first guard that's closest to him that is adjacent to the orc, which is the one that did attack and kill her. And he's going to roll his and he, he angrily like stabs out with his dagger and misses and he's going to do it again because he can do that and does even worse the second time. Um, next after that is your turn. So there are three guards here. Uh, the orc and, uh, Roland are adjacent to one of them. The one that just slashed through the human warlock who is now dead. Uh, and there are two others that look like they are about to fully engage the fray when they get their chance. All right. Well, I am going to immediately, let's see. Uh... So Roland and the orc are right next to two of them. They're right. They're adjacent to one of them. Uh, they're maybe ten feet away from the one that said uh, that. That seems to be the 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 captain of this guard. And then there's another one who's like right next to him, but five or ten feet away from him. If I were to do a uh, an AOE spell with a twenty foot radius, could I avoid them? Yes. Okay, good. Then I point my finger at the dragonborn and I oh, near the near the dragonborn to actually get the the right path, but yeah. A spot on the ground near the dragonborn. Yeah. And you're gonna fireball. And I assume. I am going to fireball, so I I just explode into flame and uh, it's a deck saving throw. All right, the dragonborn fails. The guard that is next to Roland and the orc gets a natural 20, so that's success. And the other one gets a 17, which I believe 17 plus two, so that would also succeed. So full damage on the dragonborn, half damage on the other two. How much? 22 fire. That? 22 fire, 11 and 11. All right. Uh, the dragonborn angrily like stumbles a little bit and then stands back up, shakes it off. Uh, the room, however, all of the crates take a lot of damage. There's silverware flying everywhere. Um, <laughs> crates exploding. Uh, just fireball doesn't set anything on fire, correct? It ignites. Uh, yeah, it does. And it spreads oh, around okay. corners too. And it ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. So all basically right. all of the crates just the burst crates into flame. do catch on fire. So there's there's dim light emanating from here and there's like the the deafening sound of fireball, just the cacophony of that mm -hmm. mixed with the shatter the, the scattering of metallic roar plates. of money of uh, of uh, a roar of, of money. No, it's a roar yeah, of me fire. I don't know yeah. where money came from. <laughs> 
I store my money in, my, in Liberty's ass crack. I love it when my money roars. <laughs> Is that the end of your turn? Do you want to move? Um, I, I want to move as far away from everything as possible. Like, I want to... Is there a way for me to get closer to the door, but still as far away as possible? Yeah, you can you can skirt against the back side of the wall, which is A, not on fire, and B, it does get you closer to the thing. You'll still have to go towards them to get to it, but you're able to skirt around out of their way and, and put some crates between you and them. All right, cool. Well, the crates are on fire, so that's helpful. Not all of them, just some of them. <laughs> just the ones that were in the fireball area. Yeah. For now... It is... It is the uh, orc's turn. He is going to pull out his, uh, he used his crossbow before, but you realize he probably isn't as good with that as he is with um, his sword, which he pulls out and shittily rolls both times (laughs) uh, and misses the guard in front of him with both of those. Wow. He's angry now. Wow. Uh, next up is the guard that is not the dragonborn. Uh, he is going to come up and also attack the um, the half orc. Definitely hits. And is going to attack again. Misses the second time. So that's. Okay, so that's 12 damage. Um, He is going to spend his action surge and attack again. Hits the second time. And slashes through the half-orc. What? Yeah. Holy shit, they just... Like, slashed through? Like, through and through? He's dead? Yeah. The the half-orc falls. <gasps> Yikes. These guys are strong. They are. Um, he still has one more attack. He's going to take it against Roland, and it's a natural one. Oh, thank fuck. Uh... Next up is the Dragonborn who realize in the situation is going to run for the grate, um, leaving everybody behind, mm-hmm. uh, is going to provoke two opportunity attacks in the process. One's a hit, second one's a hit. Uh, takes 18 points of damage. It's just me and Roland against three guys. Uh, they don't make it to the grate. They're uh, they're right next to it, but they have uh, they took a lot of damage to get there. Oh Top of the God. round is the Dragonborn that got fireballed. Uh, doesn't one, and... doesn't the Dragonborn get like an attack still though? Uh, they used their um... oh they dashed. They dashed to oh, make it. Oh, I see. However, they are right next to the other dragonborn who rolled a natural two on their first attack, better on their second. 14. 
you're going to also use their action surge. And attack again. So this the, the the Dragonborn sli uh, slashes the other dragon, not killing them, but they are extremely rough. They like fall to their knees and are slowly like blood is gushing out of oh various gosh. spots, and it looks like they're about to lose consciousness. Oh, uh, next up is the one that's adjacent to Roland, who's going to attack. Misses, hits, only eight points of damage on Roland. Roland's turn, um, he looks around, says fuck. <laughs> I would too. Um, he is going to, since he's closer to the great, he is going to disengage and uh, he comes sort of near you and seems to try and hide behind the crates. Okay. How far from the, uh, what is it called? The great, uh, how far away from it am I right now? You are now less than 30 feet from it. You're like 20 feet from it. Uh, it has immediately next to it uh, the both dragonborns, the one who is nearly dying and the one who is scary. However, scary one has burned his reaction this turn. Uh, okay. So 20 feet, you said? Yeah, so you can make it there without and provoking through. an opportunity attack and through. And it is now your turn. I do just that. I, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I just make a run for it. All right. And Roland is right next to me. He's like, what, also 20 feet away from the great then? He's about five more feet away. Um, okay. And he's trying He's trying to be hidden. He sort of tried to hide behind one of the crates to either lure them out away from the dragon warden. You're not entirely sure what his, his plan is, but... Uh, okay, well, I seems use all of my movement, my normal movement, so 30... To get right. through the gate, great, and ten feet away from it, and I'm going to use um, minor illusion. All right. Um, let's see. I'm just checking. I'd like to make an illusion of a, you know, a, like a keg of powder. Okay. And I want to put that near one of the flaming crates. Can I use the same minor illusion to, uh, to do that and at the same time make a hissing noise? Uh, I think minor illusion can only be auditory or visual, not both at the same time. I think I think it's major illusion or major image or something like that that can do both. Oh, that's problematic. So I'm gonna have to However, make sure it's in there. Their is the sound sight. of fire yeah. around everything. There's that yeah. sound. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I put it near a flaming crate, uh, somewhere where they can very clearly see it. Okay. Alright. Uh, and that's see. the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, next up is the Dragonborn, who is 
nearly dead. They are going to, um, they are going to disengage and head down with you. Um, <laughs> uh, in their state, though, they sort of slip on the ladder and fall. Mm-hmm. And they take a small amount of fall damage, three points. <laughs> and die. <laughs> uh, no, but you do hear a leg crack and they're not, uh, <gasps> oh. they seem to be significantly slowed by that. Sucks for them, dude. Oh. Uh, top of the round is... Uh... The dragonborn leader dude. Uh, you watch this uh, broken leg dragonborn. He's trying to stand up, and then you hear a. Oh no! As a as a crossbow bolt goes straight through him, <laughs> and then he. Slumps down, splashes into the uh, sewer water, face down. Ripperoni, and then you see, um, coming down the the ladder, the uh, the dragonborn. <gasps> oh no! Uh, guard, looking around for you, and he sees you because you didn't try and hide at the end of your turn. Uh huh. Um, and that is the end of his turn, though. Actually, no, he should be able to take another shot because he, yeah, he's... God damn, those three no, he's guys a crossbow. just completely he, murdered he, he reloads his crossbow on his turn. Okay. That's what he's able to do with uh, his current his current build. Uh, what happens if I is... die in this? <laughs> I mean, I won't, but that's that should be interesting. You're just telling a story around the campfire, and then you're like, and then I died. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Well, how'd you get here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. This guard does notice the the keg of powder, um, oh, but rolls really high on his intelligence check to determine Fuck. that it is an illusion. Shit. With a with a natural nineteen. Um, uh, an investigation check, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he does not, however, find Roland and is searching around a little bit. Uh, next up is Roland's turn. Uh, let's see. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, you do see him coming down the ladder behind this dragonborn, uh, only he's doing it very stealthily. Uh-huh. And the dragonborn does not notice him. Good. Packstab him. And that is exactly what he's going to do. Yes. And he gets a natural 20. Yes! Roland which doubles, win. Which doubles the sneak attack die. Dude, imagine how much money is going to be in this for Roland and me since we don't have to split it with three other people anymore. Score! And the Dragonborn goes down. Yes! With- 41 points of damage. Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> when when rogues crit, they double their sneak attack die. Nice. Which, well, if it was a sneak attack, which in this case it was. Um, so, yeah. 
Nice. So and we're out of the woods because nobody saw him go. Everybody else is dead. Yeah, and nobody saw him go through. So yep. we're good. Uh, yeah, and he starts to to run back towards the way you came, and yeah, I, I join him. All right. Uh, let's see if there's any complications getting there. No, he's able to navigate back to the, the way that you came. Uh, and as soon as you get past the, the metal grate, he goes up against the wall and just starts sighing. And, and then he says fuck a lot more angrily. And then he also starts to sob at the same time. <laughs> oh, so I guess high fiving him is out of the question then. Yeah, you get the feeling that this this kind of messed him up, and he looks at you and is like, I'm sorry. Nah, man, I'm sorry uh, that you lost your people. It was really good doing uh, a mission with you, though. But So, like, I mean, you're strong. I'd run with you again if there's a good money to be made. He sort of glares at you. A little, a little, a little nonplussed, and you get the feeling like he's fucking done. <laughs> that um, he's uh, he's out of this. This is his last job. Oh no! Really? Okay. Well. Okay. Well, you get the feeling after this, yes. Yeah. Well, you went fine. He might have, but uh, <laughs> now he's like, I, I should get on a ship after this and just go. Um. I'll make sure that uh, we didn't give your dealer a name. Did we give your dealer? It was Merrick. Merrick. Yeah. I'll, ma- I'll make sure Merrick gets your share. Uh, no. He told me that it's your... Just uh, give Merrick... Don't give Merrick anything. Just tell him that I fulfilled my my job and... and uh, Give give him enough for one doses of shine and just make sure that the rest of the profits go to me directly, please. All right. Is there a place where you're staying that I can send that to? Um, or do you want me to just show up before I leave? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, just show up. All right. Um, okay. And he stumbles off in his direction and you can stumble off in yours. Uh, the next uh, two days later, he comes by. Uh, he hands you uh, your the money and it ends up being, I don't know what's appropriate for this thing. Let's say it's 30 gold pieces, which is a lot. For, for a 13 year old, yeah. Yeah, and it's your birthday. Is it? And you tell him this, and he says, "Happy birthday!" Thank you. Want to go grab some uh, cake? I'm shipping out in an hour, and oh, okay. I gotta go. All right. Well, it was good doing business with you again. I'm sorry yeah. you lost your friend. He, he looks at you and says, "You should get out too." And then he walks away. Bye. Damn. I end up spending all of my money on shine anyway, and I dive into yep. a big, deep drug addiction. And, uh, yeah. 
it's it's bad. <laughs> All right, and I think that's the end of the story you tell, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, where can people find you? Um, where can I be found? Well, as usual, I can be found through my website superlisa.nl, and I'll try to stream more. But I'm in the midst of uh, of moving. Although by the time this episode goes up, I should be back to streaming every weekend, hopefully. I'm Detroit, and I do this mostly. Our music is by Ian Stalker. We always appreciate any feedback we get, so feel free to leave any. Also, tell your friends. It's, it's classier for girls to do heroin. <laughs> Please. No, it's not. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't, Don't listen do drugs, to kids. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Don't.